Welcome to the Called Forth Podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning, and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Called Forth podcast. Today is pretty significant because it marks the one-year anniversary of my podcast. I've been doing podcasting for an entire year, which feels like a real accomplishment, and I'm going to get into why. I'm going to talk about the pros, the cons of podcasting, what it's really been like behind the scenes to have a podcast for one year. And I'll go through my numbers and just give you the the down low on the lowdown, however you say that, on what it's really been like to record a podcast for an entire year. So today, as the date of this recording, is September 13th. And September 13th, 2022 is when I launched my podcast. And so by the time this will air, because I publish on Mondays, it's actually going to post on September 18th. So I wanted to officially wait until the day. That way it is a true one year. And so, okay, one year behind the scenes of podcasting. I'll go through my initial list of pros. It is a virtually free platform, meaning it has a very low barrier of entry as far as financially to start a podcast. Now, initially you have to have some equipment or preferably so. If you really wanted to, you could probably podcast with your iPhone, but that doesn't mean you're gonna get great quality audio, but you really could if you wanted to. And so just to give you a little bit of background, I do a video and an audio version of this podcast. So my camera is just my old Canon camera that I've had forever until I have some extra money to invest in replacing the lens on that. And the mic that I have is, I don't know what what we paid for it, but we do have a podcasting mic. And then this old soundboard that I use that I am working with right now, I don't wanna pick it up to mess with the audio, but it's just some old soundboard my husband had. And then I published this podcast to Libsyn, which is $20 a month, and it distributes it to all of the audio platforms. And so if you wanted to, you could just publish to Apple Podcasts for free, but I really wanted to have that ability and availability of my podcast to stream on multiple platforms. So it's the pros are that it's virtually free. It's a great way of getting your information out there. If you have a message or a thought you want to share or not really just thought, I mean, but if you have topics that you want to cover that relate back to the brand that you're building, podcasts are a great way to get that message across. And really in the podcasting world, since this is a free platform for the most part and you're building an audience and it does take time to get sponsorships and things like that. One of the main goals of podcasts is to point back to a main product or service that you sell. So if you're an author, you'd point your audience to purchase your book. If you're a speaker, you'd point your audience to hopefully book you on speaking engagements, or at least it provides the platform for potential events, potential clients who can hear what you deliver on and can help them make that decision on whether they wanna invite you to be a speaker. If you're a coach, you can point them to your coaching program. If you have a product 
you point people to purchase the product that you also make on the side or not really the side, but you point people to purchase that product that you deliver on. And this is just your free way of reaching that audience and really helping the customer get to know you on a deeper level, which would then create some trust and help them to become more invested in purchasing your product or being a part of your community, depending on what your goals are for your podcast. And so just to reiterate what I was saying, it's basically an opportunity for you to point back to a product or service or another revenue income stream that you have that you want to point that audience to. The other pro about podcasting is it does help you to articulate more effectively because every week you're publishing a podcast. Every week you're going on and you're either doing monologues or guest episodes. It helps you to condense what you say in an articulate way because when it comes to the work that it takes to put this together, the less editing you do, the better because editing is time consuming. So you just over time of sharing your message, sharing your story, you become better and better at articulating it. Another thing that podcasting does, it helps to organize your content because it helps you to decide on topics to create. Even if you were to plan for like the year in certain quarters and seasons and what you want to talk about in in a certain timeline throughout the year, it helps you to really organize that content to know what you're going to speak on every week. So my number one tip with podcasting is to set realistic expectations or set um, manageable expectations because this is actually a lot of work to post consistently and to work through the discouragement of, oh, I'm not getting very many downloads or not as many as I thought that I would have. And so you may initially go out of the gate and you're like, yeah, I'm going to have a million downloads in a year or 10,000 downloads a month or whatever your goal is. It's not wrong to set that goal. But at the same time, if you don't reach it, not beating yourself up, feeling like, oh, I don't know if this is really what I meant to do because I'm not getting there. And so my point is to have great goals, but at the same time, be realistic with your goals and set your expectation to know that regardless of whether it hits the numbers that you want it to hit, understand that this is a process. And I'm trying to remember the exact stats, but it's like, it takes a while to grow a podcast, like three to five years or more to really continue to get true momentum from your podcast, especially if you're starting off virtually unknown and you don't have a huge following already. Podcasting is, you know, it takes time. And so this leads me into my cons of podcasting. And it's not necessarily a con, like it's a bad thing, but it's the reality of it. And number one, it's a serious commitment and it's a lot of work. Not only are you recording every week, but you're editing every week. And I have a video and an audio podcast, so I'm editing for the audio version and I'm editing for the video version. So it's not like I can use the same file for both because I have an intro on my podcast that I can't have on my video because it wouldn't make sense. And there's a certain way that I cut it and it's just not the same thing at all. It's two separate files and it's two different sets of editing. While the main editing certainly is pretty much the same for both versions, there is some tweaks that I do between the video and the audio version. And it's just a serious commitment to come up with a relevant topic every week. Of course, if you are really solid on your brand and what you're building, it makes it a little bit easier. But if you're kind of in the stage where you're really trying to figure out what your niche is and what really stands out to you as you speak and all of those things, it can be daunting to know, okay, I've got to record again today. I got to record again this week. I've got to come up with more guests. I've got to come up with more monologues. I've got to come up with more topics. 
it can be draining. And so I think it's important to understand that seriousness of this commitment. And I think with podcasting, you've got to at least give it a year. Like, give yourself at least a year. Don't say, okay, well, it didn't take off after the first two months. Like, no, that's not a fair representation of how it's going to work out for you. It takes time to build and grow, and you have to be willing to make that investment in podcasting if you really want to see the numbers. You can't just write it off as, oh, this wasn't meant to be because I didn't get there in the first month or two months or even three, four months. Like, I'm a year in, and I'm going to go over my numbers with you. And by some standards, maybe they sound okay, but by other standards of their high-profile podcasters, I mean, my numbers probably sound really small. But everybody starts somewhere, and we can't bemoan small beginnings. And so I think it's really important to understand that this is going to take some time to build and grow, but build that muscle of consistency and keep going at it. And that's the other thing is even when your numbers are low, you've got to be posting consistently every week or whatever your specific time schedule is. Maybe you post once a month or maybe yours is twice a month, whatever it looks like for you, but just that arm of growth with being consistent. And the next con I'm going to list is when you first say that you're going to launch a podcast, it's really exciting. Like for me, I launched with 10 episodes. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Okay. I've got an inventory. I'm launching with 10 episodes, which I highly recommend doing. But that initial excitement can easily wear off the, as the weeks go on because you've got to continue to come up with content. Like you might already have a list of ideas that you're going to record something on, but if you're anything like me, I went through so much second guessing and doubting myself like, oh, I don't know if this is the right thing and I'm not excited to talk about goals or personal development anymore. What direction do I go in? And it just leads into a swirl. So just understand that the excitement that you start podcasting with might not be the excitement that you continue with, just like really with anything, but just understanding that ahead of time will help you to be able to fight through the discouragement that you feel over whether or not you're recording the right sorts of episodes that are landing or hitting. You've got to just have it in your mind. I'm going to continue forward, even if I don't have the full blueprint, even if it's a little foggy and I'm not sure, like you're going to land that commitment of a year that you've committed to or two years, whatever you've committed to. And not that you can't let yourself out of something if it's 100% absolutely no right. You have confirmation, like, no, this isn't the thing. But just really recognizing where that confirmation is coming from. Is it coming from discouragement or is it really coming from a redirection that you know you need to make? So that's important to evaluate. And this really leads me into my third con of podcasting. And again, it's not really a con. It's just something to really think about and know. And that is dealing with shifting goals can be frustrating. And what I mean by this is when you start your podcast, you might have an initial, an initial idea of what it should look like. And then over time, as you're sharing and you're figuring out what topics stand out to you, where you really feel like your sweet spot is and where you feel like your niche is landing, it might shift and change. And you kind of get in your mind, well, I've already said this is what my podcast is about or this is what my initial plan was. And as you're walking that out and you're noticing the shifts and changes, it can be a little bit frustrating to feel like, gosh, I don't know if I should be going in this direction or that direction. And just understand that you're going to feel some shifts in direction as you walk it out because you're talking about different topics and certain things are standing out to you. So just recognize that and it's important to not write yourself off just because you feel things are shifting and changing. The second tip I'm going to give you is guest episodes. They are important if you can get guests and it doesn't have to be high celebrity guests. Like I've interviewed so many of my amazing friends. I've interviewed people through networking groups that I'm a part of. I've interviewed people through, you know, just you know, not the big name celebrities, but it's been really valuable and really important. And those numbers that I get from the guest episodes tend to be a bit higher in the sense of they have their own crowd and their own audience too that they're promoting to. 
And so if you can get some guest episodes, that is amazing. At first, I thought I was going to log in with my phone to show you my numbers, but actually I'm going to just open up my laptop and do it this way. All right, it's taken a little bit of time to warm up, but here we are for my numbers. My all-time downloads for one year of podcasting is 1,344, with 30 of those downloads being this month and 16 being this week. So if I pull my latest episodes, I'm trying to think of what main information you might want for yourself if you're considering a podcast. So it says this week was... Well, the last seven days is 20. The last 30 days is 61. This year has been 879. Of course, I, like I said, I started September of last year. Um, it, if you do go through Libsyn, it gives you your first seven days of downloads, first 30, first 90, and then IAB downloads. I'm not really sure what that stands for. I'd have to look it up. Um, and it looks like I'm kind of averaging a range. I have certain ones that I've kind of got quite a few views on because I think I was better at using keywords and certain titles like my Jamie Winship episode people search Jamie Winship and apparently that comes up so that was like a really high number for me that particular episode that I talked about Jamie Winship it really ranges for the total of each episode being anywhere from 30s 20s my Jamie Winship is 181 that was probably my most viral download, I would assume. I've got some in the 60s, but 20s, 30s is generally what I range for downloads per episode. Some of them can be less. And so that's my numbers. I'm going to go back up here to say that again. It's 1,344 in my first year. Now, again, by maybe many people's standards, those numbers are super low. But for me, that's where I'm at. And I am not starting with a big or a well-known platform. I have pretty, a pretty small following at the moment on my Instagram and my Facebook and my YouTube channel. But just like with anything, I know you continue to grow the more you put at it. And so that's one thing I've really debated this year is do I go for a year two? Do I invest the time and effort in another year of podcasting? Because like I said, it is a lot of work. It's not just recording, it's editing, it's creating the thumbnails for each episode and not even just one thumbnail. Like I create a separate thumbnail for the audio version and a separate thumbnail for the video version of my podcast. So there's just so much that goes into it. You're thinking about the title. You've got to write a description for every episode. Then you have to post it on all of the platforms. And yes, my Libsyn account will post it to all of the audio versions, but I also have an Instagram and a Facebook and a YouTube channel that I make sure that I post to. And those all have to be within the correct formatting and all of the things. So it's just, it's a lot. And so I've debated, do I go into a season two? Because one thing I struggled in season one is to really identify where I felt like I was most excited to deliver on, meaning, you know, where do I feel like I'm most qualified and excited to speak in terms of like topics and direction? And I still feel like I'm kind of feeling my way through that. I lean towards personal development, but I actually have some really uh, interesting guest episodes that are coming up that are with political people and possibly a lawyer that I'm going to be interviewing. So, you know, provided all those things flesh out, it's given me some excitement to maybe do one more year. And so that's the thing with podcasting is like, you don't have to commit to doing it forever. Like the first 
time I decided I was going to do, when I first decided I was going to do podcasting, I didn't necessarily think about my commitment to it as far as how long it would be. But the more I got into it, I was like, okay, just give it a year. And now I'm going into my second year, which is I'm considering my second season. I'm going to commit to that one year. So September of next year, you're going to be hearing me talking about what is it like to do podcasting for two years. And so I just really wanted to pull back the curtain on this because when you look at somebody else doing something, it's easy to think, oh, well, this is easy or I could never do that or whatever you tell yourself. But the truth is there is you know, a grind that comes with it and it's got its highs and lows just like anything else. But if this is really something that you feel like could benefit your product, your service, what you want to be doing with your work, I would recommend podcasting at least for a year just to try it out and see if it's something that you really feel like you could lean into and that you feel like would be a benefit to what you do. And there's so many different things you could do with podcasting. I think of like homesteaders, people who could start a podcast on homesteading. There's so many topics, people who could talk about what it's like to parent toddlers and young children or what it's like to parent teenagers or marriage or there's really so many topics. Cooking, I mean, like you could literally take a podcast and create content around so many different topics, politics, like all of it. So I hope this episode was an eye-opener for you on what it's like to been pot to have been podcasting for a year. I don't even know that that sentence was grammatically correct, but I hope that it hopefully is was a real conversation for you to really evaluate. Is this something that you would want to implement or do, or maybe compare it against your own? Like if your numbers are like 10,000 in your first year and you look at mine at like 1344, you might be like, Hey, I'm doing awesome <laughs> compared to this lady. So anyway, regardless of it, I just wish you all the best in your podcasting journey. If that's what you decide to do, or just all the best in your journey, no matter what you decide. So until next time on the called for pod called forth podcast, which will be season two year two. I wish you all the best. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.dontown.com. That's D-A-W-N-T-O-W-N-E.com. And on social media. And please just share. Share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, you have been called forth. Hey,